Alrighty, uh, welcome to episode 7 of the uh, Native Overstayer podcast. Jet, um, welcome back, Happy New Year to you, brother. Happy New Year, it's good to see you. You have a good one? Yeah, got a, got a lot rounder, <laughs> a lot rounder, that's for sure. <laughs> You're still a handsome man, mate. You're still oh, a handsome man. Uh, today we were uh, very blessed and uh, honoured to um, have, our, our, have our guest from uh, all the way from San Jose in yeah. California, uh, our cousin Anthony Lotto. Um, Anthony's going to tell you a little bit about himself very shortly, but uh, you know, obviously he's one of our cousins, he's a Nilsson, and um, they moved out to uh, the land of the free back in the early 2000s. Mm. Now the great thing about uh, Anthony and his family, it's, it's our, our auntie Ruth and uh, Uncle Asavali, was that they chose to go to um, the US, they were, they were doing good here, they had their own house, they had jobs, they had their business, but they wanted to go and uh, make it even more beneficial life for their families uh, in the States. Mm. They did it legally. And after a little bit of a hiccup initially, they uh, they are doing very well. So Jack and I, I'm sure, uh, agree that um, you know we we look at them with a lot of uh, pride and, uh, and inspiration in, in regards to starting something new, the the second generation of migration chain. Yeah, yeah definitely a second second wave of migration having come from Samoa to New Zealand and now to America. So also, yeah, really great to have you. Oh, good to be here, man. Uh, no, it's been a long time coming, eh? Just uh, leaving back in uh, 2001. Uh, I think I think the biggest, uh, or say, uh, shock was just uh, getting that phone call, eh? Just uh, from the embassy. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure I, what I heard, uh, mom and dad had applied for uh, citizenship there uh, maybe six, eight years prior, mm. been, you know, oh, probably throughout the trips uh, to Joanna and them uh, used to make mm. as they came down and uh, yeah, you know, embassy court and it was just like, hey, you got two weeks and uh, yeah, it was just, two weeks was just, you know, just flew by like that and next thing you know, we're, we're on the airplane and uh, it was it was a big shock, eh, just so it was two weeks two weeks notice. that's it oh and you only had a certain amount of time to two weeks really two weeks oh snap so so uh yeah i guess uh we got together as a family and uh you know obviously uh i you know just still fresh off of uh coming back from a junior kiwi tour yeah then uh we had a little bit of time uh a couple weeks after that i was uh trialing out for uh dwayne's man's team at the lenora and uh and uh, we made this, uh, well, made part of the squad and we started training and uh, that's when uh, we got that uh, phone call and, uh, you know, I, I was kind of like, what, what, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we leave you to the States, you know, and then, uh, yeah, it just happened. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so give us a little bit about your background with uh, Rugby League and who did you play for? And rugby League, oh, you know, I started uh, my first rugby game, well, well you know, uh, was at Oiraka. I uh, started playing at the uh, primary school there. Uh, had a, probably a uh, big name out there was Sonny Bull. I played with out there in uh, Oiraka. Then uh, after that, we moved to Avondale. Played uh, at Rosebank, Avondale Intermediate, and uh, didn't play at uh, Avondale College. I ended up playing uh, at uh, Suburbs. Played at Suburbs. We did uh, probably about a good four years there at Suburbs. Uh, four years, no loss. Oh no, one loss. So we went undefeated for three years and lost uh, the last game to uh, 
possibly cast them. <laughs> uh, no easy, eh? Uh, they, 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 they've been wanting it for a long time, you yeah. know. So. Yeah. But um, after that, uh, did a little bit at uh, Avondale Wolves. Mm. Um, probably like a Caesar baby, and then uh, I think I uh, got my pickup game at Newland uh, Stags. That's when uh, that's when I thought I was getting serious into league and uh, played my first year. Got selected for the Auckland team, and then um, I think I made junior Kiwis that year too. But I remember the following uh, season I got hurt with the, when I dislocated the elbow. Yeah, 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 I remember that. Uh, yeah, yeah. And mom and dad was like, "Yeah, that's yep. no more rugby for I you." Know that, uh, yeah. yeah. So I, uh, you know, continued with my uh, gutter days during uh, back in the days, and then next year I came back, went out of the game, and uh, made the squads again, made the Auckland and uh, Junior Kiwis. Yeah. Um, you on the verge of making the Warriors as well? Uh, I'd say, uh, you know, uh, as far as uh, making a Barca Cup uh, uh, for Glenora at, at that time, uh, at what 15, 16, I'm yeah, pretty sure it was. I mean, I was what I was looking at. I was pretty sure. I, mean, I was pretty confident. I was on that on that level at that time. But you know, and the good thing with you was um, you, you decided to stay with mum and dad to help them out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, big time. So I mean, the whole time I was there in the states, I, I wasn't really feeling it. It was cool, you just to be there and, and go there. But it wasn't my intention on, um, as of uh, going there in the first place. You know, going there to vacay or, or going to visit is a whole different. You know, mm. um, but the whole time I was I was looking at it just like you know trying to get. See what the story is with uh, well, the situation with just getting paperwork done as far as being a citizen and and then coming back home as soon as I can and uh, had that talk with mum and dad and uh, they, they you know they knew I was doing pretty you know well in sports and I was keeping me out of trouble and stuff but uh, just that feeling they just leaving leaving the family behind and uh, and you know not like there's a whole lot of family out there we only had uh, my auntie Joanna and them and uh, and, uh, and the cousins out there Eric and uh, Hans. But still, it's just not. It was just kind of hard to uh, just you know, to leave them behind like that. So yeah. my my thing was just to, you know, I was hoping they'll come by sooner. You know, just watch them settle and then all right, I'm out. You know, yeah. but uh, didn't happen that way. So yeah, yeah. And then you know, here I am. Uh, been what 20 years or, or yeah. over over 15 years since I've been back home. Yeah. 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 What was it like going to school over there to have gone from? New Zealand school to well, American high school. It's uh, well, you know, rugby out here kept me out of a lot of trouble. And uh, mm. you know, the, besides school, uh, I wasn't. I did, you know, doing real well at school. But then, you know, I think uh, I was heading in a different direction at that time when I was living here. Yeah. Uh, but you know, rugby was that kept me on track. So then we went out there. It was just a you know a different ball game. Eh? It was just like, mm. all right, well. I still wasn't, in, you know, still wasn't feeling like doing anything there, going to school or anything. Just, mm. um, but then you know, I had, had all that time, man. Eh? Just a lot of time out there. Just, I figured, oh, you might as well just get signed up. And uh, I think the only reason why I signed up was because I wanted to play some football, some gridiron. Oh, true. <coughs> and um, you know, leaving uh, Avondale College, you know, I figured it was one of the biggest schools in New Zealand at, at that. And then. Uh, yeah. So I figured I'll be alright. Went out there and uh, got signed up at the school, and I found out that uh, they had just almost about six thousand students. Oh, shit! And then in a way, I was like, okay, <laughs> you've got to be at least like three thousand girls there. So all right, <laughs> just enough for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? so I was just, like, just enough for you. Yeah. <laughs> so that was, you know, you, you, I still wish like you know, uh, uh, was never there 
and I always wanted to come home, but then it was just just those little things. That, All right, you know, <laughs> maybe I will stay. <laughs> <laughs> You're a big fish in a big pond, <laughs> oh, for real. <laughs> Full of things to catch. <laughs> yeah, no, I signed up. There was only two weeks of school left, and I went there. And uh, yeah, it was it was it's just crazy. I, I've never seen so many makeup. But uh, every single girl they had, it was just like you know they're about to go on a TV show or something, and then. Uh, uh, you know, all the fellas that everybody's different, they're all different type of races and stuff, but uh, mm. just trying to, you know, I was just trying to uh, figure out how, how the system works with all the school, you know, within the school and stuff, and uh, I don't know, it was, a, it, was, it was a trip, it was a trip. And your um, your work life, what are you doing at the moment in uh, San Jose? Or it, are you covering San Jose? Or uh, you? So I live in San Jose, but... Uh, me and Dad, we work for the same union, which is uh, the 1245 IBW. It's uh, Electrical uh, Brotherhood uh, Union, and uh, he's uh, that's he's been in there for years, uh, probably mm. since uh, they started. I started there around 2004, mm. but my first gig was in uh, Labor's Union um, back in 03, I think it is 03, and uh, started off there, and then uh, figured I could make some more money where Dad was at, so I moved over and. Um, Started working there, and I just started from the bottom. Eh, just as a as a as a grunt, you know, labor, hard labor. Um, but I was loving it, man. The money was good. Mm. Uh, bought my first car was uh, before I was 18. I think it was a Mustang uh, 5.0 convertible. Uh, bought that around there, and uh, you know, a lot of people were kind of thinking I was in in in, in the drug game or something because uh, you know, I just got there, and, uh, and you know, here he is. He's already got a car, and you know. <laughs> He's young, and uh, but you know, this that's all credit to my daddy. He's just, just the biggest, uh, my, you know, my biggest motivation for work is just just looking at him. And uh, mm -hmm. every day he gets up and stuff, you know, ain't no way I got an excuse for that. Yeah. Uh, same mm -hmm. thing I told my brother. He just uh, mm -hmm. got him in the game too. He's uh, he's signed up at the union too, a different union, but he's a mm -hmm. uh, he's a heavy equipment operator. Uh, we both operate heavy equipment, um, and then uh, we also run jobs too as foremans. And uh, I mean, it's a pretty good gig. Um, I've got about 15, 16 years in the game. I can lock out with another four or five years in yeah. and retire, or just uh, lock that retirement in and uh, wow. start a new one or, or carry on. And I mean, uh, there's a lot of options out there. So, mm -hmm. got, a, got a couple of years to figure out what I want to do next. Would you um, would you suggest that maybe young people over here start looking at maybe moving to America because it wasn't an easy journey. Eh? It was no. you had some challenges along the way, but yeah, because of mum and dad and yeah. yourself and Vali, you know, you overcame those challenges and yeah. are living comfortably now, right? Yeah, I mean, just coming back, eh? coming back now and just looking at uh, just how the city is and stuff. Man, it just really feels congested. Eh? Um, you know, uh, I've been out to. Um, even when I was in Aussie, I was, I was looking at our, how, uh, where our family was living, you know, on the outskirts and stuff. And uh, then you come back here, it's just like nobody wants to go to the outskirts. Eh? They're just so used to being um, bundled up in the same areas and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I don't, you know, it's, it's not like it, anybody's looking for the opportunities or something. You know, you stay bundled up and uh, I mean, there's so much opportunity. I mean, yeah, it might make, have to make some sacrifices moving out of town or, but you know, it's, if you don't make that move, it's, you know, I don't know, you know, I don't know what the, you know, kind of motivation that I need for that. I mean, we've 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 done it um, just 
moving overseas. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, I mean, it was it was a tough challenge, eh? Just to just to get started, you know. Like you said, we had we had everything we wanted here, you know, the house, the cars, and uh, family and friends and stuff. And uh, I don't know. That's it's been it's been crazy. That's it. You know, it's just yeah. been real crazy. Mm -hmm. yeah. Would you um, would you ever want to move back down this way? Maybe you know. It's just uh, you know, I've, it's always been uh, crossed my mind. You know, for years. Yeah. I always wanted to bring it back home, and uh, like I said, I think uh, with the career path I've taken and uh, the stuff that I do now, I've, I've I think I've put enough work to. Uh, like I said, you know, uh, all those years I've put in and I, you know, haven't made the chance to go anywhere. It was just the big sacrifice I, I decided to make and, uh, mm -hmm. and look, I can retire when I'm 40. Just, yep. But yeah, I mean, I see myself coming, um, coming back home, but then again, that's got to run through the, the family, the kids and, uh, you know, that's, that's the, that's all, that's the, that's the new, that's the new, yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the new thing in life now for me over there, you know, just, uh, looking for the future and not only myself, but the kids, see. Yeah. And the family say, it's not just about me now. You yeah. Know? You know, maybe I do want to come back, but you know, I got, I got to get the okay from everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's not just around the corner because. Yeah. It's, it's a long way from home. I guess the big thing as well. I mean, your beautiful wife as well. Being Mexican, you have Samoan Mexican kids. What's that like? Sort of going between those. Two. Are they quite similar <laughs> cultures? You know, do they like a few, uh, a few beverages? And oh yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what was that like? I mean, shoot. Uh, I used to watch freaking, you know, uh, uh, you know, mom and then we had the Miss World on, you know, and Miss Universe uh, on, and uh, every, time they had the, every time they had the, 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 the Venezuelans or oh. the Colombians or the Mexicans or whatever, I was like, God damn. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, moved to California and then, you know, it was just like, oh, it's, oh, it's there. You know what I mean? And, uh, <laughs> Are there uh, many similarities between the Mexican and the Samoan cultures? As far as uh, culture-wise, uh, yeah, you know there is. Uh, they're uh, they're pretty much almost the same, just just different. You know, I mean, obviously the culture is different, just with food and all that stuff. But as oh. far as like, uh, you know, uh, gatherings and all that stuff, and uh, you know, you got how we call our uh, uh, family from overseas or like fobs and stuff. They they, they call them uh, paisas and stuff. Oh. You know, maybe they got broken English, you know, and then so they they they'll do the same thing, clown on their uh, family members that that, that didn't they speak too uh, yeah, yeah, too yeah, much yeah. English and stuff, and yeah. you know do all the clowning and stuff, and it's just kind of like the same way we do. Yeah. You know, uh, even when it's like a friendly one, when you're just making fun of uh, one another as uh, you know uh, in the fob way or whatever, they they do the same exact thing, you know. Um, yeah. But I you know I really don't see. Uh, um, too much difference as uh, how we live, uh, you know. Mm. Um, but like I said, uh, you know, the food and all that, yeah, this, that's all. That's a different ball game right there. Yeah. Especially for uh, you know what we eat and uh, what we cherish and stuff, and uh, you know we we do the galo and fight and stuff for every meal we eat. You know, as far as all salmon food and uh, they all, they do all the uh, tortillas and. Uh, uh, mostly, uh, mostly just tortillas with everything, flour or corn. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing that I've noticed, mate, is um, 
all of us really, all of us as humans, are more the same than we are different. Yeah, it's yeah, just a yeah. matter of sitting down and getting to know them. And, yeah, pretty much. You yeah. know, stopping our ignorance about who this person is because of who they believe in or whatever. You know. Yeah, yeah. Because, like you just said, you know, the Mexicans are just like us. Yeah, they love yeah. their family. They they like to give each other a hard time. You yeah, know, some yeah. of them are a bit more fresh than than others, and you know, <laughs> they like uh, wrestling. They love wrestling. Natural libre. Natural libre. Want some toast? It's the best. It's good toast. Actually, too bad we couldn't pull up, pull up that picture of uh, natural libre. Who? Hey, Yours. Yeah, it was me, me. Yeah. Jack's picture of natural libre. Pull, pull that one off, man. Ah, me? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't hide. It's a proud moment, brother. We were very proud of that. I sure was. Some other fat guy in a mask. Now, um, Jack has sent through some links in regards to uh, just some interesting points about um, things that are interesting out there at the moment. Oh. And we, we, we looked at that video the other, uh, was it last night, guys, or the night before, the one with the heavy metal Samoans? Oh, yeah. Shepherd's yeah. Rain. That's what, what are they called? Shepherd's Rain. Shepherd's my walking song right there. Um, uh -huh. That's my walking yeah. song. That's man. the walking song you're going to start playing, right? <laughs> Shepherd's Rain, all the way from South Auckland. I don't know too much about it myself, but. Um, I sort of got onto them when they came out with that cover of Let It Go. Oh, worth a listen. Well, well, chuck well we, we looked at the, the first one and then yeah. uh, I showed them the, the next clip they had on and yeah. uh, he was totally singing a fucking. What It was a cover Lady of Kaka. Uh, yeah, some Lady Gaga. Yeah, yeah, Lady Kaka. Yeah, yeah. Very creative, that, that group. And I, I do like the way that they incorporate sort of you know, the bucky and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, yeah. I guess when it comes to sort of hearing or our sorts of artists, Polynesian artists, that it really come out of the heavy metal circles. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, there's nothing wrong with a bit of distortion and a grunty voice. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, yeah. It's really cool to see. I mean, there's a lot of uh, Samoan, creative Samoans making music at the moment. I mean, Melbourne, uh, was it Melbourne or the Australian general? Oh, yeah, yeah. Or the, uh, what are they called? Pull up, pull up your penty. No. Oh. <laughs> oh, <thank laughs> your <pardon. laughs> So that was last night. Shh, shh. Did you say Fenty? <laughs> that was yesterday, man. <laughs> what, what are those groups called? Which uh, ones? The, the, the ones that are I think it's uh, HP Boys. HP Boys. Oh, yeah. true. Yeah, There's yeah, another yeah. one. I, I was just yeah. out there, so I, so I remember. Yeah. I, was, I, was, I was tripping out because, you know, uh, just you know, being out in Cali and stuff, so, you know, everybody, uh, a lot of the rap that comes out of uh, NZ and, and Aussie are almost like, they sound like they're out there. Yeah. <laughs> sound like they're so, from Cali? Yeah, you know, like they yeah. you know, they got their slang going and... Uh, which it was, you know, uh, pretty intelligent for them to, uh, to carry out a slang while they're, uh, you know, not even, you know, while they're here. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. But, uh, I think Jack also wanted a shout out to... Uh, <laughs> shout out to Pum Bullet. Oh, hey, that's the... <laughs> tell the people to shut up their mouth. I got a ding dong. I, yeah, right, he's, he's... I like, again, he's on that... <laughs> that's my ding dong. That's the ding dong for the bro. No, shout out to him, man. He's very, again, creative. Very original. Yeah. Yeah, and he's a very uh, yeah, clever yeah. guy. We follow him out there, Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. Are you following him out there, uh, Kelly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Good humor, man. And, uh, he's real, so you know. Like, yep. and the other, the other one that uh, we can't forget is uh, we covered a little bit in one of our earlier podcasts. Jay was uh, Nitty Bo, uh, our cousin. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah Fringy, Fringy's actually been in a few of his videos. Uh, are they still online? Nah, nah, <laughs> nah. They had to do a, a clean version of our first shot, our shot we did with them, but uh, this is the first video out since. Uh, since uh, his uh, homecoming, mm. um, but uh, but he had some of Drew, Drew Dizzy as well, and you were in those ones as well, were you? Yeah. No, well, I think uh, me and my brother had slipped into one of them, but yeah. you know, just being up there at that time, you know, they uh, 
um, a lot of uh, a lot of guys be at the studio and stuff back in the day, so hanging mm -hmm. out and stuff, just uh, doing all the guy stuff. So, you know, it's a support system for the guys that are yeah. getting in the lab and stuff. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, they uh, you know they they've done a lot for the the community and the, as far as uh, you know the. Also bringing that uh, Tokuso movement back in the day, uh, yeah. I think it was more of uh, uh, unifying uh, the cultures again and stuff. But you know, it's an up and down thing around the world all the time. So, yeah. but it's always good to have uh, you know the the support from our you know our, our Tokos out there and uh, even back home. You know, I see some of the uh, the movement going on here and there. But you know, mm -hmm. yeah, a lot of creativity in our Samoan community there. Eh? Yeah. Movies are coming out, and we need to watch that one uh, with Tofinger and uh, Ronnie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, take home pay. Oh yeah, that yeah. was good. I got to uh, see that. No, no, that was good. Yeah, yeah, definitely better go and go to the cinema and, and pay the money. No, we paid the money. Pay the money to watch yeah. that. Oh yeah, YouTube better. is six ninety. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, oh, watch it there. And I'll give you the money, and then you can pay on the. <laughs> but yeah, that looks good. That looks yeah. good. Yeah, you've seen a lot of people sort of share some of the clips. Yeah. Uh, but good to see the the big man on the big screen. Yeah. And uh, yeah, definitely go and support the bro. Uh, the search for Tangaloa. Now, I don't oh. know if, if I don't know if you've seen this cousin, maybe not. Uh, but Jack sent me through this this clip, and you tell us a little bit about that, Jay. It's a bit of a documentary, and we will put the, the information in, uh, for this episode. But it's talking about uh, before the missionaries came, how Samoa had or were how they worshipped, mm. and how they worship Tangaloa yeah. and this particular documentary uh, that we have on there people have sort of different opinions on, on who Tangaloa was was he a god was he the same god of the bible was he just a man um, from what I saw I think that they, he was actually killed yeah. in Samoa at the time but it sort of shows how what our beliefs were like most um, most places pre-Christian contact and how we had our uh, belief and our faith in sort of many gods or different gods and then obviously when Christianity came to Samoa to the rest of the Pacific how they became just the one god yeah. but then what was interesting about that particular documentary was how they sort of merged together and how some people how some Samoans interpreted that Tangaloa was actually the same god of the bible yeah. so they were trying to marry I guess the two faiths yeah, yeah. it's an interesting documentary yeah, it, it makes you think it's, yeah. uh, when you think about it Christianity has only been in the islands for what? 300 years at the moment. Something like that, yeah. Didn't, um, the, my bad, sorry. Mm -hmm. uh, didn't the Maoris have a Tangaroa tea or something like that? Yeah, yeah very similar. Right, Tangaroa, very similar. Yeah. They're the same, yeah, again, those those Polynesian myths and legends of creation. Similar right throughout the Pacific. Really? Just different names, just yeah, different yeah. names and, and sort of slightly different stories. I mean, we all remember growing up with the stories of Maui capturing the sun, pulling you know, up and beating them up, like yeah, he yeah. used to do to all his mates back in the day you know so yeah they're interesting stories but yeah. they're good to sort of check out and look into and, and sort of have an idea behind because you know they they tell us about it, sort of our history and where we're from so yeah, yeah. it's good stuff good stuff, mm. stuff. already um, another topic here G uh, American Samoa there's been a case recently uh, you want to cover that off a little bit oh yeah it? just a, just in Utah right so there was a, a ruling by a judge there he ruled in favour of uh I think it's John Fitzsimon, he's one of the plaintiffs, and there are a couple of other uh, American Samoans, yeah. so Samoans born in American Samoa, who won uh, their, their case to, I believe, go for US citizenship. So at the moment, um, American Samoa is a, is a US territory, I think. Yeah. So it's a US territory, and you know, they can serve in the army, they can, I think, go play in the NFL, like a few of those famous ones, um, but they can't vote. 
Yeah. And so I, I believe what this case will open up is, is an opportunity for people to, for American Samoan, so born in American Samoa, to have citizenship straight away. Well, I, I got thinking about that because I mean, like Fungi and the rest of the family, how they went through that whole process. But how does citizenship work? Uh, well, like I said, that like uh, I, I think we we got it off for like a lottery pool or something. Because mm. you know, remember when we got that phone call? Um, like I said, the I think mum and dad uh, applied six to eight years prior to that. Yeah, yeah. So they, they, they applied and. Uh, and six, eight years later, the embassy calls and hey, two weeks, here you go. Yeah. And mm -hmm. um, so that happened. Um, I guess you had to live there for about five years to, uh, uh, in good books or, in, uh, or you know, with a, a job, I guess, or yeah. whatever. And so maybe some kind of income or, or, or you know, something steady out there where um, um, they, they, mum and dad took the test after five years. Um, mm which qualified all the siblings because uh, always besides me because I was uh, uh, over 18 at that time but you know after five years yeah. so everybody else was all citizen and then uh, I had to take my own but uh, apparently I, I've, I've been just hanging on to my green card because it's last 10 years yeah. so every 10 years I just go back and uh, um, really quite renew my my, uh, my green card and uh, obviously I got to be in uh, good books too and uh, yeah. um, out of trouble or you know just have a clean record uh, as mm -hmm. far as uh, renewing uh, my paperwork and all that stuff and uh, pay up, uh, I think the fees changed, I think now it's gone up to like 900 or $1,000 mm -hmm. to renew your green card, but that allows me to work and uh, live there. Mm -hmm. um, um, almost, it's kind of similar to what the people from America Samoa, you know, like you said, they can't vote, they can't do this, but they, they can they fly can over there and live there. Pretty much do everything else. Do pretty, yeah, everything, yeah. Mm -hmm. so, I'm right now. I'm equal to them, uh, you know. Yeah. What I mean? um, as far as um, um, you know, uh, not having a citizenship, but uh, yeah. I'm ready. You know, once I'm ready, I'm gonna I'm take my citizenship. But I, I believe I'm gonna do uh, the dual citizen. So yes. I'm gonna make sure I get the New Zealand uh, and yep. the US uh, citizenship. Uh, that way, uh, if I do decide to come home, nothing's gonna be you know too hard for uh, mm. for me and the family and stuff. So. Yeah, good idea. Yeah. I guess that's the thing. It's it's been interesting, sort of reading some of the commentary and or comments, I guess, from sort of American Samoans and from what I've seen so far, it's kind of fifty-fifty. Like some are saying, "Yeah, we should have U.S. citizenship," and yeah, because we're in American Samoa and the territory. They they were proud though. They were yeah. proud to be U.S. Some of them, uh, are, yeah, uh, you know, even proud. though they're not citizens, yeah. but they are pretty proud to be U.S. So yeah. kind of, sometimes I'll be like, "Well, oh, this is Samoa though," you know what I mean? So well, that's the other thing. Yeah. My opinion is, I was like, uh, you know, it's it's been years for you know, uh, for all reasons of uh, having that island uh, uh, as a, what um, uh, it was a military. Uh, Nineteen hundred, right? Yeah, the, the America took over. So yeah. I mean, so you know, that's that's another thing that trips me up. It's like we're in the, uh, what twenty twenty now. It's it's been been yonked since uh, any of the uh, any action came out. Of I mean, they got they do have a high uh, percentage of. Uh, People serving in the military Veterans, as eh? well as the uh, mm. NFL, mm. Um, but um, you know I, I'd rather see the, the the country go back to its homeland to, to Samoa. You know yeah. mm. that way, um, um, just like you know you got Hawaii too, and um, yeah. you know you see them out there fighting for for their lands and stuff. And True. you know I believe all that shit's still happening nowadays. Mm -hmm. um, who else they got? They got Guam. Yeah. They got Tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't know any other islands besides those that they. Yeah, makes sense. I always uh, see that clip on on your Facebook feed or Instagram where 
or the uh, the American soldiers who are Samoan are singing there. You know, old Sunday school songs and oh yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, it's pretty dope, yeah. And that's a that's a cool club. Yeah. But the only thing that I always think about is these these guys are maybe from American Samoa. They're fighting for a country that they can't even vote for. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. It's like giving up their lives or their limbs for something that they don't really belong to, and they don't belong there because the the people there that run it don't don't let them vote. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you belong to something, surely you. I think I think they might have. Um, I think that's another way of, for them to get citizen too. I think maybe. Ah, it's too. I think so. I, I, I believe so. Really. Uh, ah, okay. So I think if you do join the military, I think you do get citizenship. I'm not sure, but I mean that's yeah. another thing you can look up. You know. Yeah. yeah. Let us uh, know. That's one thing I've heard. So. Yeah. Kind of parallels like what Ali did, right? How he fought, didn't want to go and fight in Vietnam because African-Americans, you know, yeah. didn't have the same rights That's right. back in that time. Yeah. So you see all these different, especially when it comes to war. Yeah. And there's lots of different places that have very, very similar history, but yeah, it is interesting. Well, Ali's famous quote was, ain't no Viet Cong ever called me, nigga. Exactly. Hey, you know? So he was like, why should I go fight him? He's not, he's not yeah. oppressing me. Yeah. yeah. Interesting times, interesting times. Yeah. On a uh, less, um, Serious subject. Okay. The Mandalorian. Make, uh, the Mandalorian. Has that saved the Star Wars franchise? I think it has from a <laughs> Star Wars fan. Uh, but uh, what are your views? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I've just spent the uh, the last week actually sort of getting all caught up on the Mandalorian. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, just the way it's shot. Yeah. Like it's it's it's. It feels like a Star Wars movie, those original... I mean, I remember we used to go to this guy's house uh, and watch all the Star Wars, and <laughs> you're the one that introduced us. And, you know, we used to look at your, your figurines, figurines like and be like, uh, like, oh, it'd be nice to play off them, but he won't let us play off them. Don't anyway. play off them, mate. Yeah, they're, 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 uh, figurines. But Don't I mean, touch. yeah, I think Don't it's... Touch it. There's so you many... Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. you get but the no, paint on. Yeah. <laughs> I, I definitely think it has. I mean, they shot really well. Um, it's like kind of... It really captures, I think, John... If I'm saying his name right, yeah. who's the guy that's in the Marvel movies? He's sort of the one that created, along with George Lucas. And um, but they've really captured what the original Star Wars trilogy was. Yeah. But uh, like we we're talking about before, you know, it's kind of like watching uh, one of those <coughs> TV westerns yeah, yeah. or those samurai movies. Very Clint Eastwood. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But yeah, what do you reckon? Also, you, you seen a few of them yet, or is <laughs> like something he's looking at us going? Just hurry up, so I can have a drink, mate. <laughs> the last time I, I think I seen, the last time I thought I seen one was. That's <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> in the 80s. That's 1980. <laughs> is that Jedi? That was probably Jedi. That's Jedi. Oh, for real. That was rude. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sorry. All right, so uh, speaking of the Mandalorian, uh, we've got a little bottle here. It looks a wee bit like RTD, so if you ask me, Cass. There you go. Cass, tell us a little bit about it, mate. Uh, what is it? This is just a tequila bottle. It's called a Classe Azul Reposado. Uh, we usually mostly drink uh, the Anejos, but. Uh, uh, the females like this uh, tequila, it goes down pretty smooth. Uh, I thought I'd just... Uh, I, I was looking around a, a bunch of tequilas to bring and I, I figured this one would be a nice little treat that's got uh, many values to it uh, as far as uh, you could use it as a, a, a vase for flowers later. Oh. Or uh, you know, a little table decoration or you can even use it to call your kids to come and uh, do their fiales and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's, got a, uh, it's got a little bell on top, isn't it? Cause it's, al it's almost like a... A carver ceremony. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go around and just, just, you know, have a, have a drink and, and be part of that ceremony. <laughs> Please, guys, do the honors. All right, tequila. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bust it over. All right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I had a bad experience with tequila when I was 18. I had 18 shots down at a place called uh, Cactus Jacks, and oh, yeah. uh, I couldn't stand tequila for a very long time. But um, there you go, brother. I'm sure I can get over it. Salud. 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 Mang we Well done, Jay. Good job. What do you think, Jay? It's delicious. <laughs> you like the tequila? It's delicious. <laughs> Thank you. Alright, guys. Here we go. Salud. 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 Oof. Alright. Goes down really nicely, as you said. It's not too bad of a drop, eh? No, no, definitely. Uh, def definitely heats you up on the way down, too. Yeah, no, it definitely does that. Salud, guys. Salud, Salud. Awesome, Abby. Yeah. Well done, guys. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Yep. Any uh, shout outs, Jay, that you want to uh, mention? Uh, no. <laughs> In my case. No. No, I think uh, as long as you got a boom bullet, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty happy. Nice, bro. Because yeah. thank you very much for coming oh, along. Man, any thank any you, last man. words? No, no, nah, nah, you know, I've been, I've been watching you guys' as, uh, a few podcasts as you guys have been sending out, and uh, no, it's a real honor to be part of it, eh? Uh, as well as being, uh, being here with the family and friends and stuff. But yeah, thanks a lot. No worries, also. Um, real honour and privilege for us to have you come over after all these years. I think the last time you were here was 2003. Three, yeah. For one of our uncle's uh, funerals. But um, tip my head to you guys. You, you did really well over there. Oh, and yeah. um, you're surviving in, in America, the, the land of the free and the, of the Trump. So, uh, you know, we respect you and love you very much as well. Uh, on that note, hey, thank you for the people that watched our last episode. There was probably the highest... Um, Crazy numbers. Highest views. Yeah. So uh, we do appreciate that. Thank and we got a lot of feedback, especially from the islands, actually. So uh, we appreciate everybody watching. So um, just to close this off, uh, as I say... Oh! Chihu. Thanks for the, for the t-shirts. Oh, yes. Yeah, very good. Here we go. The, the Chihu t-shirts. <laughs> I think we wear them well, because... I think we do. I think yeah, we do. Yeah. 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 Thank you. 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 Thank you.